he asks his parents about his heritage and they're really weird about it. And they like just refuse to say anything. They keep, you know, uh, changing the conversation and stirring away from the, you know, where are we from question. They keep saying, we're, we're Americans. Why would you care about anything other than that? Yeah, like, we're from Cleveland. We're like, from, yep, from Cleveland. You're listening to Atlas Now Streaming, the podcast where we talk about your favorite movies, television shows, and documentaries on streaming platforms. Atlas Now Streaming is produced by Atlas Men Staff with your hosts, Jamie Zerlingo and Nina Granger. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Atlas Now Streaming. My name is Jamie. And I'm Nina. And guys, guess what holiday is coming up next week? St. Patrick's Day. Patrick's Day. I love St. Patrick's Day. I do too. It's a good excuse to have some drinks and (laughs) wear green and just have fun. My husband's birthday is the 18th. So St. Patrick's Day has always kind of been like a second birthday for him. So we always have fun. Um, He was actually supposed to be born on St. Patrick's Day. His mom was supposed to be induced, but his doctor took the day off, or her doctor, and then she went naturally the next day. Crazy. There you go. Uh, Today, because uh, next week is St. Patrick's Day, we have an Irish-themed movie for you guys. We have 2001's Disney Channel original movie, The Luck of the Irish, which is available on Disney Plus right now, so you guys are free to watch that if you have that subscription. Um, Again, released um, in 2001 on March 9th, so 19 years ago. Crazy. Almost on the dot. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. Um, So we're obviously going to talk about the plot of this movie, but I also really just want to talk about Disney Channel original movies, because if you're a 90s kid like us, these kind of they were kind of a big deal Mm -hmm. when we were growing up when cable was still, you know, king and these movies would come out several of them a year, sometimes, you know, 10 or more in one year. And this was one of the biggest ones. Um, in 2001, I was, how old was I? I was nine. So I remember this movie very well. And I remember the like, uh, trailers for it on TV and, Mm -hmm. It's a good one. Well, I don't want to say it's a good one. It's really cheesy. It's a memorable one. It is. That's it's what I would say about it. It's fun. It's a fun movie. Rewatching it as an adult was definitely not the same as watching it as a kid, but it's a family-friendly movie. You guys can watch it with your kids or you can watch it with your friends if you have a few drinks. I don't know. Yes. It's, it's, it's a fun movie, so I'm really excited to talk about it today. Um, just a really quick plot summary. Uh, teenager Kyle Johnson must battle for a gold charm to keep his family from being controlled by an evil leprechaun. So uh, that's that's pretty... That's a good recap. Yeah, that's a pretty uh, <laughs> pretty great description of what, what's about to be, what's about to happen. So um, not really that many big names are in this movie, um, which I would say... It kind of depends. Like, there are a lot of Disney Channel movies or DCOMs. I'll just abbreviate. There are a lot of DCOMs that had big names. This was not one of them, 
But the main character, Ryan Merriman, who played uh, Kyle Johnson, he was in a lot of Disney movies at the time. So yeah. he was kind of a big name if you watched Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. But pretty much everybody else, um, I, I tried to... Oh, I was going to say, I just remember thinking that he was so hot. He is very cute. Like, it's weird now, like, because he was obviously... Well, first, okay, so this is supposed to be taking place in a junior high. I thought they were in high school because they looked so much older than junior yes, high. I agree. So I was like, oh, okay, they're like 12, 13, 14 years old. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, at the time, you're like, oh, he's so cute. He's so hot. Now I'm watching him like, oh, what a cute kid. He like, was actually 18 when he filmed that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he was born in 83. So. he's that much older than us mm-hmm. he's older than my oldest sister is that crazy that is crazy he's wow he's like pushing so he on was 40. 18 and he was playing a 12 year old <laughs> he probably was like in eighth grader so maybe like 13 14 yeah. but still yeah i mean that's not really uncommon um i tried to do a little bit of research on the rest of the people in this movie just to see what else they were in um henry gibson plays kyle's grandfather riley o'reilly who has done, well, he passed away in 2009, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think so. Um, but he was in a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. He was the voice of Wilbur in Charlotte's Web, that classic animated film. He was in Wedding Crashers, and he did a ton. He was mostly known for his television work. He did a lot of voiceover work. Mm. Um, Alexis, Lopez, Alexis Lopez plays Bonnie Lopez, didn't try hard to change her name. Nope. <laughs> um, she plays yeah, Bonnie. She was in a few episodes of like kids television. So she was in an episode of Seventh Heaven, even Stevens and That's So Raven, but she didn't really do much else. Um, Marita Garotti played Kate O'Reilly Johnson, uh, Kyle's mother. She was in Groundhog Day and uh, was in some shows in the 90s, but she has not acted since 2008. Paul Kiernan played Bob Johnson, Kyle's father. He was actually in a ton of Disney Channel movies. He was in Double Teamed, Go Figure, and a lot of other TV movies. Um, Timothy Omunson plays Seamus McTiernan, who is the evil leprechaun. He um, had a recurring role on Psych, Judging Amy. He was also in Supernatural. When I looked at his IMDb page, he had a ton of credits. Nothing that like I like jumped out to me. But he's been in a lot of stuff. And then Glendon Chapman played Russell Holloway, who is Kyle's best friend. He didn't have a Wikipedia page. So to me, that said he wasn't really in a lot of stuff. So again, not a really big cast of big names. But um, yeah, we'll just get right into it. So junior high student Kyle Johnson uh, he learns that his high school is putting on a special event called Heritage Day. It's a celebration of everyone of different heritages. He actually has a nightmare about it in the opening sequence that he is super small and no one can see or hear him. Don't really understand the significance of that. Maybe he's just like scared to it's do like, it. Maybe like a pre- premonition. Mm, there you go. Um, he asks his parents about his heritage and they're really weird about it. And they like just refuse to say anything. They keep, you know, uh, changing the conversation and stirring away from the, you know, where are we from question. They keep saying, we're, we're Americans. Why would you care about anything other than that? Yeah. Like, we're from Cleveland. We're like, from, yep, from Cleveland. Like they just, just it being super weird about it. Um, meanwhile, Kyle just has ridiculous, 
ridiculously good luck. He finds money on the ground. He is taking a test and he spaces off and just guesses on all the questions and he gets them all right. And he's really good at basketball and he continuously leads his team to victory. There's actually a shot where he just like swats the ball with his hand and it flies across the court and makes a basket, (laughs) which is like literally impossible. Yes. But he just, he's a very lucky kid. Things are always going his way. He has a gold coin around his neck that he wears every day. He mentions to Russell that his mom gave it to him as a baby, and that's all he knows. Um, But he's still really interested in learning about his heritage. He's like, why are my parents being so weird? So he goes home early one day, and he's looking through, like, his, like, dad's office or something. And he just has his, like, birth certificate, like, out and finds out that his dad changed his name. He is actually Robert Smith, which I thought was so funny that... He changed his name from one super generic last name to another super generic <laughs> last name. Not really trying too Smith hard. to Johnson. Yep. Um, and so he's like, well, why did my dad change his name? He kind of blows it off for a while, but it comes back later. So um, Kyle and Russell are walking home, which I – do they live in, like, Colorado or something? Because the scenery is actually beautiful. They're, like, surrounded yeah. by mountains. I have no idea. It didn't really say, like, where in the United States they – live they just kept saying like oh we're originally from cleveland yeah that's like okay they're not in (laughs) cleveland that's all we need to know um but anyway they see the sign for like this irish like carnival festival Mm -hmm. and on this the symbol on the flyer is the same symbol that's on his necklace so he's like hey maybe i'm irish let's go and let's find out more so uh, they find a bunch of necklaces with the same symbol at the carnival, but they're all fake. His coin is made of pure gold. They see an Irish dancer, Seamus McTiernan. He's just doing an Irish step dance. Um, an old man confronts him with the symbol of a snake on his shoe. Um, he doesn't really say very much. We later find out that that is his grandfather, um, but he doesn't know that yet. And after visiting the carnival... Um, the very next day, Kyle notices a lot of strange things are happening. He is getting shorter. His luck is completely run out. He, like a car runs over a puddle and like splashes him. Mm -hmm. Um, he's like terrible at basketball and they're like booing him. Um, and then his mom is just like all of a sudden like, Hey, we're Irish. I just, you know, I want to tell you the truth. (laughs) She's like, let her, her like long red hair, like grow out and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, She's speaking with an Irish accent, which nobody seems to think that that's, like, weird. Like, Kyle keeps saying, doesn't mom sound weird? And everybody's like, no, she sounds normal. And so, yeah. <laughs> she definitely has this Irish accent she did not have before. No. It's, like, really thick accent. And, like, just, like, she slowly, she just starts becoming more and more, like, Irish. Like, just, like, very traditional yes. Irish. Like She's she starts- talking about, like, making like irish food for dinner yeah and and it's like really gross like whatever it is that she makes it's like in a bucket oh yeah he sends him with a bucket she sends him with a bucket of lunch to school it's like lobster claw i don't even know what it is it's weird but like that he puts in his locker and it like spills all over him he said he lost his lunch money he um so in addition to getting shorter his hair starts turning red he starts getting pointy ears and he's just like what is going on what's happening to me (laughs) oh and he just like randomly will start like speaking in an irish accent he starts like dancing sometimes like it's it's very funny um but then when he's in school he realizes that 
his gold coin has been stolen because it's being attracted to a magnet. Gold wouldn't do that. Hashtag science is what I wrote down. <laughs> um, so he's like, this is a fake. This isn't my necklace. Um, and it turns out um, when he goes home to talk to his parents about it, the coin he wore was the luck of his family, the luck of the clan O'Reilly. And without it, um, with it, it allows them to remain human. So this is when he finds out that his mom, who is shrunk to a foot tall, is a leprechaun. So he is half leprechaun. And the coin is what gives them the luck. It's what made him so lucky, and it's what made him be able to appear as a human. But without it, their luck runs out. And um, uh, yeah, his, the luck runs out, and so they need to go find it. And they think that it was his grandpa. Like, he talks about this weird old guy at the carnival, and he finds out that that's his grandfather, and so they think that he stole it. So... There's they, obviously some family turmoil there that he's yes. unaware of. Yeah, we don't know a whole lot yet. His dad kind of explains to him a little bit later that um, the dad is a human. He's from Cleveland. Yes. <laughs> he say this, says that throughout the entire movie. So uh, because his mom is a leprechaun, they're like almost like racist against humans. I mean, I wouldn't say almost. They are. Yeah. And she wanted to marry a human, so they disown her. And that's why he changed his name, because they left Cleveland so that, you know, the, the O'Reillys couldn't find them. And um, that's why they hid his heritage from him, because of all of the the racism and all of the anti-humanness. I don't even know. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, so... And also, her dad is, like, 200 years old. He talks about how he invented <laughs> yeah. the potato chip and, like, I don't know. So, yeah, he owns a potato chip factory. <laughs> so Kyle and his dad go to confront him, but they're kicked out. Then Kyle sneaks in with a group of kids that Bonnie – we haven't really talked about Bonnie yet. So she's kind of, like, running the Heritage Day. Like, she's kind of, like – she's, like – in charge of all the clubs and she's mm -hmm. just like super overachiever and throughout the movie she's like pushing kyle to learn more about his heritage because it's so important to learn where you come from and you know you, you know your roots and um uh she's also in charge of this like young achievers club and they're doing a tour of the potato chip factory so he sneaks in with them and he's like w are we gonna meet mr o'reilly and like he basically like blows his cover and so um, some guards go chasing after him. And then that's when he finds out that Mr. O'Reilly is his grandpa. And um, that's when he finds a little bit more information about, about the coin and the luck of his family. Like the youngest person in the family is who holds on to the luck. And that's why young people are so lucky. And he also kind of reveals to Bonnie at that point that he is half leprechaun. His mom is leprechaun. His grandpa's leprechaun. Like, all of these crazy things, and everyone seems to they, take they, it pretty well. Yeah, they're like, just like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Like, nobody's like, no, you're nuts. Like, they're just like, Seriously. yeah, he's a leprechaun. Like, his mom is literally, like, one foot tall, and everybody's just acting like it's normal. Um, okay. It's so strange. Sure, whatever. <laughs> um, and this is where it gets, like, really weird after this point, as if it's not weird enough at this point. Um, so, yeah, Kyle meets his grandpa... His grandpa believes he, he, they're talking about it. And Bonnie's like, if your coin was stolen, you can just go to the police. And he's like, yeah, and tell them I'm a leprechaun and I lost my luck. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then he's like, well, you know, maybe, you know, that Seamus guy at the at the carnival, maybe he knows. Like, maybe the guy's already been caught. And his grandpa's like, that guy? Like, oh, he's an evil leprechaun and he's the one who stole it. And so they go to chase after this guy. And um, there's, like, a whole chase in an RV, and, like, there's some, like, 
corned beef and cabbage that gets thrown on the car <laughs> and they like crash and then um it starts like pouring rain and um bonnie's like you know when the irish came to america they didn't give up and you guys shouldn't give up either <laughs> so, very motivational speech it is and then so they they find the rv at the end of a rainbow and they go to try to sneak the the coin back out and they see that he has like all this gold and when they get the coin back kyle like his ears go back to normal his hair goes back to normal but then his grandpa literally when i was like trying to write this back up just this made me laugh kyle regains his human form while riley is snatched up by a tornado with seamus's face <laughs> that's exactly what happens <laughs> this is literally what happens so kyle tries to leave but he's stopped by seamus and russell has been captured Seamus demands that Kyle return the coin, but Kyle states it's his. So then they decide to agree to a bet. If Kyle can beat him at sports, he gets his coin back and his grandpa is let go. So they're transported to Ireland where they compete in traditional Irish sports, um, one of which is like Irish dancing. And Kyle's like, I got this. And he does like break dancing. And it's like really weird. (laughs) Um, But then they tie um to which Seamus says you didn't win therefore the coin is mine and your grandpa is my slave because you didn't actually win like he you, you know put beat pu- him yeah he puts it against him with the way that the, with the phrasing so then Kyle ch- challenges Seamus to one final battle to beat the tie he says if he can beat him in basketball he gets his luck and his grandpa back and if he loses he will be Seamus's slave and he also says if he wins that Seamus has to be banished to the land of his forefathers and can never leave the shores of Erie, and Seamus agrees. Which is a, it's a panic moment, because we saw that Kyle, without his luck, is horrible at basketball. Yes. Like, he has this, um, he has to just make 10 baskets before they can leave practice that day, and he made zero. Yeah, he couldn't do it. Just and, absolutely was horrible. And one thing we didn't bring up is, like, their basketball team is, like, being sent to, like, some, like, final championship and like, the yeah. games that night. So they go, they get transported back to wherever they, you know, wherever their school is, and they're at the tournament, and Seamus and all of his gang are on the other team, and Kyle's like, aren't they a little old to play in junior high? And the referee's just like, eh, whatever. Like, he just doesn't care. Yeah. So then they're playing, and um, eventually, uh, you know, it's – it's a little intense for a minute, and you think they're going to lose. But then the boys beat Seamus in the last second basket, like literally one second left in the game. The crowd goes wild, and Seamus, like, transforms into this, like, really, like, I, I don't even know, like, his hair, like, he, like, goes, like, full leprechaun. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, his hair gets like all red. Scary leprechaun. Yes, he looks very creepy. His eyes go green. Anyway, so they lose the, or, yeah, Seamus loses, and, um... So he's like, all right, I get my coin back. I get my grandpa back. And he's like, he's like, whatever. I have all that gold in my RV and you're banishing me to Ireland. Like, it's not so bad. And um, he's like, you've been saying it wrong. It's not Erie. It's Era, like the shores of Era in Ireland. And he goes, no, I meant Erie because my father's from Cleveland. So Lake he, Erie. So he banishes him to Lake Erie in Ohio. <laughs> and Seamus shrinks down to the size of a leprechaun and gets transported to Lake Erie and um then they flash back to the game with the whole crowd cheering them on um and another thing like the little science story with Bonnie so I guess like she's always wanted to play basketball like there's a scene where the two of them are trying to make baskets and she makes one and Kyle's like oh lucky shot and she's like it's not luck it's practice 
And so you find out that she's always wanted to play basketball, but her parents are always pushing her to do things that are going to look good on her college application and like all these like, you know, scholarly things. And so knowing this, Riley, um, her dad's at the game and he's like, Bonnie, where have you been? And he's like, oh, didn't she tell you she's been applying for our scholarship all day? Like she's super bright and we'd love to give her a full ride, but you know, she needs to be more well-rounded. Does she play a sport? And so that kind of gives her dad the okay, like, oh yeah, you can play basketball. And so that's kind of a nice moment. Um, and then we, we flash forward to Heritage Day and Kyle is doing some Irish traditional step dancing while wearing a Cleveland Brown shirt. <laughs> That was just really funny. And um, he ends it by saying he's proud of his heritage, but Americans come from all over, not just one place. And he begins to sing, this land is your land, as the crowd joins him. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> it was 100% targeted at our age group yeah, at it's, that time. It's just a very kids movie. There's a lot of kids movies out there that are like, actually for the whole family like adults can find humor in it too this is very much just for kids it's very there's not a lot of substance to it I would say though like I like the you know the kind of underlying theme of you know being proud of where you come from and America is full of because he's kind of like Kyle says so much throughout the movie he's like I'm not Irish I'm an American and by the end he's like you know we're all Americans and we all come from different places and you know right. that makes us that's what makes America great, and that's what makes this country great. So I thought that was kind of a sweet underlying theme mm-hmm. of the movie. But yeah, it's it's very silly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's just it's just a Disney movie. I'm sure if we if we went back and watched all of the old Disney Channel original movies, that they would probably be equally as silly, and we just don't remember them that way because we were young. Right. And speaking of, um, I want to talk about kind of the history of the Disney Channel original movie and some of the other big ones that came out in the 90s and the 2000s um, and in just kind of, you know, our overall thoughts of this of this movie. But first, let's talk about what else we're watching. All right, Nina, what else are you watching this week? Well, um, I... Went and saw the Sonic movie. You did. How was Um, that? It was actually really good. Um, We went on Five Dollar Tuesday because I was like, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to pay full price to see this movie. I don't even know if it's gonna. If I'm gonna like it. It was full of children naturally, Um, but it ended up having a lot of like adult humor in it. And James Marsden is in it. I love him. I love him too. So it ended up being pretty good, which actually reminded me of Westworld. Did you ever watch Westworld? Mm-mm. It's a show on HBO that's really, really, really good. Um, and like seeing him in that movie reminded me to look up when season three is coming out and it's coming out like next week. Oh, okay. And I was like, okay. oh my God. Because they, I think it started filming in 2016. So they had a season in 2016 and then a season in 2018. So they were putting two years like between oh. seasons. Oof. So the third season is finally coming out here in like a week and I'm super excited to see that. Um, I also watched the rest of the, I talked about it on the last podcast, but, um, I started watching Love is Blind and I finished that over the weekend, which I still am like not a reality TV person, but it was Is it worth watching? Should I watch it? Um, if you, do you like The Bachelor? No. (laughs) Um, it's a lot like Married at First Sight, I've heard, which I've never watched that. So it's like 
Um, like I was talking a little bit before about how it's literally like people that can't see each other and they're like getting to know each other through a wall basically and then mm-hmm. they have to propose to somebody after like 10 days of knowing them and then they get put in the real world together to see if their relationship can last. But um, it was really interesting and I actually went back and watched the first episode last night again after mm-hmm. I had watched the whole series because it's interesting just to see how far people come throughout a series of, of a reality show. Oh yeah. But um, it's just fun to do that with any show to like once you get through a show, like it's fun to like mm-hmm. as soon as you watch the finale to go watch the pilot again oh, just like, to see how and far just, everyone we goes. We just rewatched Breaking Bad like a couple months ago and I hadn't seen it in a few years and oh my God, it's just so good. Breaking Bad, like I've only watched it all the way through twice mm-hmm. and the second time, like it's never going to be the same. No. Like I, and I've said this before on the show and I will say it for the rest of my life that I'm envious of people who've never seen that show because it's yes. just nothing compares to the first time that you watch that show because it's so just incredible but it is fun to rewatch it because I mean I will never get over like the cinematography like it's no. just beautifully shot and the storytelling is amazing and mm-hmm. you learn new things like the more you watch it. I also think it's really fun because Walt's character changes so much through the seasons. It's kind of funny to like when you think about him at the very end of the series versus how he starts out in the beginning of the series. It's like it's kind right. of fun to watch him mold into a completely different person throughout the series. And the series only takes place over, like, not even two years, like, the timeline. So just this, like, decomposition of a man. It's just amazing to watch. And Brian Cranston does it so beautifully. He's just an amazing actor. I love him so much. And, yeah, it's that's another just show that I tell everyone, including Rich, to watch, (laughs) which he still hasn't. I've been telling him for months. So many people here at Atlas have not seen it. I want to know if you guys have seen Breaking Bad. Let us know. And um, also, have you seen El Camino? Yes. The movie, epi- it's not really a sequel, it's just like an epilogue, kind of, mm-hmm. of, like what happens to Jesse after the series. Yes. Oh, and that was another thing, that Jesse is going to be a character on season three of Westworld. Yes, he is. Yes, Aaron I, Paul, I love him to death. Me too. Do you see, do you follow their like tequila thing? Well, I follow Aaron Paul on Instagram, mm-hmm. so I see a little bit of it. But yeah, and that he and Brian Cranston have a tequila company. Uh-huh. Is it, what is, what it's is it like called? El, um, is it Dos Hombres? I think so. It? Let me, very quickly. We're going to have to try that sometime. Oh, that should be. Yes, we absolutely should. We shouldn't just do a, um, maybe for Tipsy Recruiter, they could do. Do that Tipsy? tequila. That tequila. That a would tequila be awesome. Recipe. Let's see. Dos Hombres, you're right. Dos Hombres. Nice. I love them both. Love it. What are you watching? You know, I'm still watching Glee. I'm in like the <laughs> middle of season three. And when I watched the show and it was on, this is about when I started to taper off. It just gets way too... The show itself, if you've never seen it, is just ridiculous. It's just every... I'm just finding myself constantly like, oh my God, like why? Why is this happening? This is silly. This is dumb. Like mm-hmm. constantly. And I'm doing it again where I'm just like, this is dumb. Like why is this happening? Like why? No. I still but, think it's funny, like, what, coming from, like, I was a show choir kid, you were too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, like, so incredibly unrealistic. And I think that people don't know that yeah. unless they actually did it. Like, you cannot learn an entire song and dance in one week. No, or even, like, a, like when they're just, like, 
okay so in season two they go to new york for nationals and they have nothing prepared the week of they're like mm-hmm. we're just gonna write a song and we're gonna perform it and i'm like no <laughs> it's not how that works no absolutely not and like so there are musicals in the show kind of but it's more focused on the show choir which like that too like the second season they're like we're gonna do rocky horror i'm like no high school would ever let you do rocky no. horror like that just wouldn't happen like they would never and then mm-hmm. they just like cancel it like after you know they're about to put it on i'm like no they wouldn't do that either like when i was in high school <laughs> we did a school version of rent which is like very very watered down mm-hmm. but it's still rent but i mean they had to go through the school board to get that approved like it, there's a process to these things like yeah. they don't just happen like it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous i was also like when i was in high school i did swing they called it swing choir Mm -hmm. and i did it um from seventh grade through 11th grade and when i was in 11th grade our choir teacher was retiring and so by that point she just like stopped caring she was just like whatever do what you want i don't care and so like we would choreograph the dances and they were really bad and it was just like it was a mess. So by my senior year, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I just want to focus on other things. And we had a new choir director and he completely transformed our show choir, like legacy, I guess. And now it's like super competitive. Like we didn't compete or do anything. We went to nursing homes and that's mm-hmm. like, that's like about all we did. But, um, but yeah, that, that's kind of fun and nostalgic too, because, you know, getting the solos and things like that, yeah. like relatable. Yeah. When we came out, it was, when did it start? I don't remember. 2009. Oh, yeah. So I had like just graduated high school at that point. And so that was, it was fun to watch it because I was like so not ready to let go. When I went to college, I was like, mm-hmm. I miss show choir. I miss, I miss all my friends and singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. It was just like a, a fun passion of mine that I had to unfortunately let go because there's not anything like that in real life. Adult, no. Unless, yeah. I have always like, okay, I don't know about you, but I like want to be in an adult choir like is that weird like right like I miss that like because I did like competitive like choir in high Mm -hmm. school like there was like honor choir all state choir like I loved that stuff because it's I loved all the harmonies and just like the big wall of sound that is a choir like that but there's nothing like that as an adult unless it's Mm -mm. like really really old people no offense not that anyone in here is really really old but you know what I mean like like elderly Mm -hmm. I just wish that there was an adult choir that I could join because I would be all about that Mm -hmm. I would totally do it love it but other than Glee you know I'm really excited to start watching um Lock and Key and I'm excited yes for um that one show Aaron Hernandez yes there was that one show I was talking about on the last episode I don't I don't remember love having to cut out all of my google searching talking to yourself i'm not okay with this i'm still really excited to watch that also i only watched like about half of an episode but there's this netflix documentary series called babies Mm -hmm. where it is like a group of babies that they document over the course of their first year of life oh that's cool so it was i watched a little bit of it when i was trying to get my son to take a nap and it's just like it's just those first few weeks of having a kid I'm just like oh my god it feels what is like it? is it documenting them like at home yeah just like just the life of a baby like as, hmm. as like generic as that sounds like we don't we still don't really know all what goes through a baby's mind as they learn these things like just learning 
I mean, it's, it's incredible, like, especially because my son's nine months now and just like over that course of that time, just seeing them learn simple things is lifting their head or, you know, recognizing people or being able to hold something in their hand, like what goes through their brain? Like, how do they process these things and learn these things? It's incredible. It is. And it's, we still don't really know that much about it. So I, Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten too far into that documentary, but I think I should watch that. That would be really helpful for me. I'm always asking people like, if I see their baby, I'm like, can it, how far can it see? Like what, Mm -hmm. what can it do? When will it start learning to walk or whatever? It's nuts. And it's, and they, the time really does go by fast. Like, you know, it's been nine months and he's like a person, not really. (laughs) He's not a person yet. Like he can't even walk, but like just, it's, it's amazing what they go through. Um, what else is coming out soon? Like, is there any good movies coming out? I really like in theaters. See, um, <gasps> oh, wait, the okay, Invisible Man. Yes, I have heard that that is very good. That's on my to-do list. I need to go and see that. That's we were going to go see that last week, but then we saw Sonic. Sonic instead. instead. Yep. Um, I, I was going to ask you, but I feel like you're just this is going to be one big fat no. But um, <laughs> Jordan Peele is doing a remake of Candyman. I really like his movies. So I might see it. You might have to go see it. I think well, it's going to terrify me, but. Um, I'm assuming you haven't seen the original. Nope. The original is. I'm not going there. Mm-mm. I don't know. Like they, it's it's creepy, but it's not like scary. Mm-hmm. And I I I love Jordan Peele's movies too. I think he's an amazing filmmaker. Yeah. And um, so I'm excited to see what he does with this. I watched the trailer, got really excited, and I love what he does with music, like how he did this like broken down, creepy version of "I've Got Five on It" for us. Mm-hmm which I love. And for this, he did it with Say My Name by Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. That's also amazing. I saw that trailer for that too. Oh, so good. I asked Rich about it and we always bump heads about horror movies and he's like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it yet. And I'm like, well, you haven't even seen it, so you can't really have an opinion on it yet. But mm. I guess I can't either. So I didn't know that Rich had strong opinions about horror movies. Oh my God. Yes. Maybe we should all go see it and have him on the show. Yes, we did that with Us when we reviewed Us. Oh, us was really good. He didn't like... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he liked it, but he got really mad at the ending. What? The ending was amazing. The ending's the best part. Yes. Because it like completely changes how you watch the movie. Yes. It's like, oh, my God. Spoilers. That's what, but... I, that's what I love. I love like a twisty... I mean, that movie was... It was pretty like intense thriller. You mm-hmm. weren't sure. I mean, yeah, you weren't sure what was going to happen. But the end was my, yeah, my favorite part. The end, you're just like, this changes the whole movie. Yes. Like, everything about it. And uh, I heard, I read recently, um, the ending to Get Out, how um, he, like, he shoots his girlfriend, right? And then, like, a police. Yes. Or he's, no, he doesn't shoot her. He's, like, like pinned her down or something he gets away on, in that car well in a car. well no a cop shows up and it's his friend oh and yeah. so they arrest her but the original ending i heard is it was actually it was a different cop and he was supposed to get arrested hmm. and people didn't like that ending which i'm like yeah because that's what i thought was going to happen i'm like no no because like you know just with you know typical interactions with and that's the whole point of the movie is you know you know uh, I wouldn't even say closeted racism, but just like, under- like profiling. And yeah, like obviously he would be assumed that he's like, the guilty this black, one. This black man on a white, like in a Woman. white household. Yeah, that people are injured and whatnot. Then like, yeah, of course yeah, oh, he would get. He did it. it would be assumed. Yeah, yeah, but especially he was like running from the scene. So yes, so I'm really glad they didn't go with that ending because as more truthful that is, it definitely wouldn't have been as satisfying. 
That's um, what I love about his movies is that they have like such good underlying like, like messages, they, yeah, and, like the themes and yes. makes you think. That's yeah. what and that's what I said about the movie Us is like a movie that I can't stop thinking about after I watch it. That just really makes me think about it and just like the world. Mm-hmm. I love those kind of movies. Yeah, I thought They're the great. same thing about Parasite too. Yes. I, so. I did really like Parasite. That was a good one. Yes, love it. But anyway, that is what else we're watching. All right, everybody, we're back to our review of The Luck of the Irish. Um, one thing I didn't bring up in the first half was... Um, something that I thought was really interesting was the director of this movie. So it was directed by Paul Hone, H-O-E-N. He directed a ton of stuff, a lot of um, DCOMs as well. So he directed True Confessions. Did you ever see that one with hmm. um, Shia LaBeouf? Oh, yeah, I did. Um, Jump In, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, You Wish, Read It and Weep, and uh, the third Cheetah Girls movie. He also directed shows The Secret World of Alex Mack. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, not the new one, the Melissa Joan Hart version, Cousin Skeeter, Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, Just Jordan, and South of Nowhere. And he was also the director and executive producer of the show Jonas. Wow. With the Jonas Brothers. That's a lot. He did a lot of stuff. Is Jonas the documentary one? No, it was the show with the three of them. Just the fun. Oh. It didn't last very long, but okay. it was there. Um, But yeah, so... This is the man that brought us some of de- the most decom classic films. Um, so what is a decom? I kind of wanted to kind of break these down because there's so many of them. And again, if you're a 90s kid like we are, you will know a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Um, so decom or Disney Channel original movie began in 1983, but they were originally called Disney Channel premiere films. Um, but from 97 onward, they became decoms. Most of the films were subsequently released on DVD or VHS, or more recently, Blu-ray, but many never were. Originally, DCOMs were released several months after the movie premiered on Disney Channel, but starting with Princess Protection Program, which came out in 2009, films have been released a week after premiering on the Disney Channel. And um, if you have a Disney Plus subscription, there's a ton of them on there. Mm -hmm. Like, so many of the ones that I'm about to name. Um, The highest rated premiere for the brand came in August 2007 with High School Musical 2. It set a record for basic cable with 17.2 million viewers. The second highest premiere is held by Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie, premiered with 11.4 million viewers. And other major DCOM franchises include Camp Rock, The Cheetah Girls, Twitches, Halloween Town, and the Xenon Trilogy. Yes. Yes. Love Xenon. Lots of good ones in there. The first Disney Channel premiere film was Tiger Town, which was released in 1983. And some old Disney premiere films include, and I want to see if you know these, Nina. Um, well, I honestly didn't know this. There were a ton of Parent Trap sequels. Do you remember the original that came out in the 60s with yes. the blonde twins? Mm-hmm. So there were like four sequels that I, were all like why? TV. I don't know. And what what <laughs> happened in them? Like, I don't I know. What could possibly happen? I was like, ah. Don't remember <laughs> this, but maybe it's a good thing because they're probably terrible. Oh my god! Um, Susie Q, did you ever see that one? Um, I don't think so. I'm like gonna look up the pictures of these things while you tell me because sometimes that helps. No, I don't think so. So Susie Q, um, I think it was supposed to be. No, maybe it was modern times. It's this really cute girl. Her name's Susie, and she's going to like 
prom or some dance and um she gets in a car accident and like the car like her and her date like plunge into the river and she dies what the hell <laughs> yeah Disney and channel original movie yeah and she um like comes back as like a ghost and like starts like and she's like in her dress and everything and she's like or maybe it is like based in like the 50s or the 60s and then it like goes to present day or something and she like comes back as a ghost and is like trying to like get this like modern high school guy to like help her achieve her unfinished business or something what in the world yeah it's pretty bizarre um wish upon a star yes that with that was um, one of my favorites yes with katherine heigl yes mm-hmm. that was like probably the first thing that she was famous in. for that one's really fun um, Escape to Witch Mountain, which came out in 95. Um, and then the last ones, The Paper Brigade and Northern Lights, which both came out in 97. I had never seen either of those. I don't think I've seen those either. But the name kind of sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. The first official decom was Under Wraps. Do you oh, remember yeah. that one with the mummy? Yes. Yep. Um, and then that was the only one that came out in 97. Um, 98 had um, Brink. Do you yep. ever see that one? Yep. And the first Halloween Town. And then starting in two, or sorry, starting in 99 is when a bunch of these movies, like it was like the decom renaissance, if you will. So 99, and I didn't list all of them, but I just listed the big ones. Xenon Girl, the 21st Century, mm-hmm. Can of Worms, The 13th Year, Smart House, Johnny Tsunami, and Don't Look Under the Bed. Okay, I was going to bring up Don't Look Under the Bed because yes. that movie scared me for forever. It's so good. And it is still kind of creepy. I, want to rewatch it when Halloween comes around yes I was actually ta- like thinking about doing it this year but I don't yeah. remember if Disney Plus had come out by that point no Disney I think it was like December I always or like November every year when Halloween comes around I think about that movie because <sighs> that movie scared the it's crap so out of me good. for so many years and like what a premise too like that's a really like yes like when your imaginary friends like when you stop believing in them they become like the boogeyman like that's so creepy. creepy it is I I feel like that's one of the best ones it is I would agree honestly um, when we get into the 2000s, this is where we have, I, I feel like 2000 was the biggest one. I, I counted 12 or 13 that came out that year alone. Um, up, Up, and Away, The Color of Friendship, Alley Cat Strike, Miracle in Lane 2, Stepsister from Planet Weird, Quince, The Other Me, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, Phantom of the Megaplex, and The Ultimate Christmas Present. I've only seen a couple of those. So... I remember the color of friendship about uh, like a white girl from South Africa mm-hmm. comes on like a it's like an exchange program and lives with a black family and so there's you know some racial issues um, that was a really big one. Miracle in Lane Two had um, Frankie Muniz and he was like a race car not yeah. race car but like well kind of race car driver. I saw that one. Um, Quince had the same girl from the Halloween Town movies and her parents have a set of Quince and so it's like they're taking care of the five kids which like oh my god makes me want to cry no, thinking about that that's too much the other me do you remember the lawrence brothers yes like matthew lawrence mm-hmm. um andy lawrence i forget what the oldest one's name is so it's andy the youngest one um he's like cloned and so it's him and his clone <laughs> matthew um, lawrence was the one that was in boy meets, boy meets world. world yeah yes he was my favorite i love boy meets world yes uh boy no, no. mom's got a day with a vampire did you ever see that one? Yes. Ugh, such a good one. Another Halloween classic. Phantom of the Megaplex. That one's great. Um, and then Ultimate Christmas Present had Brenda's song in it. And it's where they wish Christmas was every day. Um, Matthew Lawrence. 
What happened? Ooh, I need to see. Oh, no. Did he let himself go or um, what happened? He looks like super weird. He just looks real weird now. Let me see. Okay, so he used to have like long, like adorable hair, big cute smile. You remember mm-hmm. him? Okay. Suspense is killing me. I need to know. <laughs> no! <laughs> I think no. he's married. He's married to Cheryl Burke. Who's that? Um, She's like a... Um, Dancing with the Stars. Oh, dancer. Ew. Yeah, what the hell? He no. That is disturbing. It's a terrible look. Why buddy. did that? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Oh my goodness. Um, two thousand one. Some of the big ones: Xenon, the sequel, Motocrossed. Do you remember Motocrossed? Mm-hmm. That one was a good one. Halloween Town Two. 2002, and of course, Luck of the Irish as well. Um, two thousand two, double teamed. Cadet Kelly. Oh, Cadet Kelly was the best. So good. Hillary Duff. She and um, Christy Carlson Romano. Yes. From Even Stevens. What's she doing? She, I think she's doing okay. I saw her on like one of of those, um, you know, it's like a, like a YouTube page and they do those like kids react or teens react or whatever. She did um, one of those videos Hmm. recently. Um, Something that I loved about the Disney Channel was that they had a website that and this was like when computer games were like not huge like the internet was you know the way still they still so they, new yes the way the internet used to be but disney channel had a website that had games on it and they were themed around like the movies that were coming out so there was like an ice skating game from that figure skating movie what was mm-hmm. that one i don't remember uh, what that one was called is it go figure yes um and there was a, like a halloween town one like, I just remember playing, spending so much time playing these games that were, like, mm-hmm. related to these movies. It's such a flashback. I love it. Um, let's see what else we got. Yeah, so Cadet Kelly, True Confessions, Get a Clue with Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. Gotta Kick It Up, the cheerleading movie with oh, yeah. um, America Ferreira. That was, like, her first that thing. That was cute. Um, a Ring of Endless Light and Scream Team. 2003 had You Wish, the Even Stevens movie, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, the first Cheetah Girls, Full Court Miracle and Right on Track, which when we were talking about um, 21 Jump Street, Right on Track had Brie, was the one with Brie Larson. Oh. She was in that okay. one. Um, 2004, Pixel Perfect, remember with the hologram. Mm-hmm. Um, the third Xenon, Stuck in the Suburbs, which is a great one. Um, that one had, uh, if you guys are familiar with SNL, Taron Killam, who was on the show for a while, he was in that. I've not seen that one. Oh, that one's funny. Um, so they like get this phone. There's like a like a famous musician, and his name is um, Jordan Cahill, and he's like cute and whatever, and they're obsessed with him. And they like find his phone, and so they just start like messing with his life unintentionally, and it's it's great. Hmm. Um, Tiger Cruise, which had Hayden Panettiere, and that one was about it had something to do with like 9/11. Um, they were like military, and yeah, I don't know. Um, Halloween Town High 2005 had Now You See It the Kim Possible movie Go Figure Life is Rough the Proud Family movie and Twitches with wow. uh, the Maury twins 2006 had probably the most successful film I would say maybe not from a money standpoint but just over time High School Musical uh, Cowbells, Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior, Read It and Weep, The Second Cheetah Girls, and Return to Halloween Town. 2007 had High School Musical 2, Twitches 2, 2008, 
Camp Rock and the third Cheetah Girls. And I just kind of stopped writing down films after that because it really, really slowed down. Like there were years where there was maybe one movie or there wasn't one at all. Mm. Um, just I feel like I, once we got to like 2010 and beyond, like cable and TV movies weren't really a thing anymore. Yeah. Like they were just way less popular. And even like the third High School Musical came out in theaters in 2009. Well, and do you remember at that time, like Netflix was still like the DVD rental mm-hmm. kind of thing. So like I remember just at that point, I was just done with TV. Yeah. Really. I don't I don't even have cable now. Nope, I don't either. So like anything that's like, did you watch that? I'm like, no, I did not. Um, unless it's on like NBC, I probably haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was fun to write down the highest rated premieres, which, um, in order were High School Musical 2, Wizards of Waverly Place, Camp Rock, Princess Protection Program, Teen Beach Movie, which came out in 2013, so it explains why I didn't know it, Jump In, Camp Rock 2, Cadet Kelly, The Cheetah Girls 2, High School Musical, and Phineas and Ferb, the I'm, movie. I really missed the whole, um camp rock thing yeah that was like when i was in like like sophomore junior year of high school so mm-hmm. it was kind of past my point but if you're familiar with demi lovato that's kind of what launched yeah. her career um and the jonas jonas brothers are in there I yeah that yeah that's right i remember that i went to their concert because i won free tickets which was awesome i missed the jonas brothers era too so i didn't really know any of their songs before i went to the concert um, but I won tickets in an Instagram contest. And oh, I was did like, you just go recently, like a couple months ago? Yeah, I did too. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like, I just signed up for this like Instagram contest, and I was like, well, my husband was out of town for work, and I was like, well, I might as well just try. It. And I won the tickets, and I was like, oh my god, I have to go to this concert now. It was like That's on a amazing. Wednesday night, mm-hmm. but it was actually really good. I went with my sister. We saw the Jonas Brothers in 2006 mm-hmm. when like nobody knew who they were um, well they were good they they were they're I think they're a lot better now like I kind of mm-hmm. like their style more now they're less boy bandy yeah they're older also BB Rexa opened for them and she was great yes, she was I felt so bad because she had horrible sound issues yes she did like it was not the her microphone fault. was like going in and out and stuff, yeah but, um it was a good concert but yeah we saw them when they opened for Allie and AJ do you remember I Allie love and Allie AJ. and AJ mm-hmm. what happened to them I don't know just bopping around I guess but uh I saw them too with my sister and we had a great time but um high school musical I remember was such a big deal my high school um I so I was in high school what year did that come out again 2006 so in 2007 my high school was the first one in this area to do it as our like spring musical <gasps> we did it too yeah so we did it in 2007 <laughs> I was a cheerleader um basically our entire like like high school dance team was just like made the cheerleaders of this musical oh really so yeah so we just like did dances from like our dance routines and whatnot so um more the cheerleader outfit but it was fun like there was it was interesting just because we were the first high school in the area to do it so we had to buy like the rights to the script Mm -hmm. and all that stuff um but yeah it was a good time and that was like it sold out it was like the most successful musical like my high school had ever done it sold out we had to like bring in chairs um like folding chairs up to the front row and stuff like it was nuts so okay my high school also did high school musical in 2007 but it was our fall musical and Mm. it was such a big deal like everyone was so excited for it I remember mm, no it was a different musical but I auditioned and like I don't know about your school but we double casted like everything because they were so afraid of hurting people's feelings so we had like double cast of like everything and so there was always like a good cast and a not so good cast Mm -hmm. um and we so 
high school musical like the vocals are not meant for older teenagers i guess like troy's range is ridiculous yeah for sure and we picked this guy who was like he didn't have the range for it and so like Mm -hmm. he really struggled with that role um and we had they basically put everybody who auditioned into the cast like every single so i mean it was a full stage throughout the entire show and like i got like so they broke it up into clicks so like they had the the cheerleaders and they had the jocks and the the geeky kids and they Mm -hmm. had like the burnouts and then they had just called fan slash spectator which is what i got and it was just kids that are just like woohoo go team like that's literally all it was (laughs) it was ridiculous and the show was really really bad like Mm. i remember i had friends and family come and see it and they thought it was horrible but they're just being nice Mm -hmm. we're like oh yeah good job it was one of our worst musicals we've oh, ever no. done. That's but, crazy. But it was definitely one of the most fun I had ever been a part oh, of. Yeah. I always, I just actually had like a memory on Facebook of um, pictures from the one that we were oh, in. Yeah. I was definitely not an actor, but I liked to sing and dance a lot in high school. So like being in the cheerleader group was a good fit for me. What high school fun. did you go to? Um, I went to Omaha Northwest. Oh, okay. Yep. Not too okay. far from here. So, I went yeah. to Millard North. So... Oh, that's like really close to her too. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I I don't even know like what they're doing now as far as like their department. But we always tried to do like the really big stuff. Like so mm-hmm. we did High School Musical. We did Rent once. After I graduated, they did Legally Blonde, the musical, which I saw and was really good. So they're, they're mm-hmm. always trying to like I didn't I hated schools that like just wanted to do the really, really old stuff because oh, as, yeah. as good as that stuff might be kids today don't want to do like Oklahoma you know like they no. want to do something more modern well the year that we the year before we did high school musical we did seven brides for seven brothers which is a really old boring musical it sounds like it yeah there's very, very limited boring. cast in it too it's like literally like seven men and seven women and like <laughs> an additional like four people and that's it we did cats my first year oh why and so- <laughs> Oh, God. So I didn't audition for it because I was afraid I wouldn't make friends because none of my friends were auditioning for it. I'm like, well, I don't want to do it alone. Mm -hmm. And I went and saw it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to audition next year. And then the next year is when we did High School Musical. But I remember, like, the kids who were in it because, I mean, if you've never seen Cats, it's, like, full makeup and costumes, and it takes, like, two hours to get ready for the show. Mm -hmm. And so, like, they would say, like, their skin broke out because of all the makeup they had to wear and, like... I felt so bad for them, like just like getting ready for that four days in a row and taking all that makeup off the next day. Like that just sounds horrible. Yeah, no but, thanks. But yeah, High School Musical was a huge deal, and and you know it was. It's amazing to think about this huge franchise that this movie spawned. I mean, there's even it's called like High School Musical the series, the musical or something like that. Mm. That's on Disney Plus. So there's a TV show based on the movie, and obviously it's been some spawned some sequels this is the movie that launched zach Zac efron. efron into fame thank god for that yes man <laughs> um all just because of a, a disney channel original movie and i bet they didn't think that this movie would have made nearly as much money in the long run that it did mm-hmm. and just these movies like not all of them are great some of them are really bad and rewatching luck of the irish it's really silly and it's bad acting and it's just <laughs> not great but it's nostalgic and it's fun mm-hmm. and it was fun to watch it for for uh st patrick's day yeah 
And um, if you're a fan of old Disney Channel original movies, you will like this if you haven't already seen it. I'd say if you're not familiar with DCOMs, maybe not, because you'll be like, this is garbage. <laughs> but, yeah. But it's really there for the nostalgia, honestly. It is. So, <laughs> I mean, if you've seen it before, definitely give it a watch if you have Disney Plus, because it will throw you back to your childhood. Yes. I don't know how it, I, I don't even want to rate it. Like I don't think I can. I don't think it'd be fair because I, <laughs> if I had to rate it from an unbiased opinion, I'd give it like a two or like a 1.5. I think I would like, give it a one. <laughs> it's so bad, but it's just, it was cute. It was. Oh, well, when I was however old I was when that movie came out, so like 10, I probably would have given it five. I probably would have given it like an eight out of yes. five. Like it's the Excellent. best. It's amazing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, I, I really don't think you can give it a rating because it's just so, it's a decom. So, I mean, there are some that are better than others, but this one's definitely fun to, you know, throw you, throw you back to your, to the good old days, if you will. I would love to hear what you guys think about us reviewing a decom also, because we, we got, got a lot of shit for this. We did. We we, um, we just wanted to do it anyway. We did. John gave me shit for this. And I was like, you know what? Screw you. We're going to do it anyway. And there are people out there like us that are here for the reminiscing. Yes, absolutely. Um, and for it. when we were thinking of just reviewing a movie for this week, I mean, we did The Departed last year. And there's we, not that many Irish films, honestly. There's not. And we did not want to watch The Irishman because it's three hours long. I I'd passively watched some of it while my husband watched it and I have no interest in paying any more attention to it than I did I had more fun watching this than I probably would have had watching Mm -hmm. the Irishman this movie is really short too it's like 90 minutes or something it's It's like really fast it's a very quick watch so if you have an hour and a half that you're not doing anything and you want a little throwback watch this movie and if you have kids put it on you know some fun (laughs) Irish themed play it on in the background it was a very safe movie there's no like i mean you would think that the love interest that bon- is her name bonnie yeah bonnie they're not even really quite like they never no. like they never kiss they like, like you kind of think that there's like a little vibe there and she's hanging around for most of the movie so you're like are these two gonna get together and nothing ever happens. nothing ever happens it's just a very safe family friendly movie it truly is it's not scary no you don't like creepy leprechauns for I like mean, one it is second a little scary yeah <laughs> like yeah. a little creepy leprechaun but that's about it it's not yeah. too bad no well guys that is the luck of the Irish. We will be back with some more shows and documentaries next week. Um, have a safe uh, St. Patrick's Day if you guys are working. Hopefully you don't have any crazy drunk people come into the hospital. But if you do, we know you'll take care of them, mm-hmm. I guess. I like a good St. Patrick's Day parade, too. So get out there Ooh. and take some pictures if yes. you have time to go to one. Absolutely. And as always, you guys, if there's anything you want us to review, let us know. We're always looking for new ideas. But until then, keep on streaming. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Atlas Now Streaming. Let us know in the comments what you're watching and if we should give it a review. Until next time, keep streaming.